This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you too, sir. How are you doing today? Man, I, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. It was a it, it was a restful weekend. It was one of the first ones I've had, and I don't know, 16 years. Mm. <laughs> it's been kind of out of control, but uh, yeah, man, really nice. It was, it was a good weekend, and um, man, it was um, some good backyard sitting and some front porch sitting and some frog morton smoking and some uh, new new burley tobacco smoking and uh yeah man we're just uh it's it's been a lot of fun yeah so things are things are going well dude what's uh what's going on with you man i I, i'm having just the best week just the absolute best week this this morning (laughs) so i'm I'm here in pensacola florida with my extended baton rouge family and we were just seeing people we haven't seen obviously in at least a year being able to talk with my cousins and seeing like our yeah. kids all play together out in the beach and in, in the ocean. And man, it's beautiful weather here, crystal blue water, beautiful sandy beaches. I, you know, this morning I've been sitting on the side of the ocean, sipping rum next to the most beautiful woman in the world, watching my kids play. It's just, I mean, it's fantastic. It, it has been, it's a, been great. A, awesome, man. That's, yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah, that's really good. You're in Pensacola, is that what you said? Yeah, man, I'm in Pensacola. Uh, you know, my extended family has done this trip for a while. This is actually our first year joining them. I think we'll we'll probably try to make this a regular thing going forward. Yeah, uh, and it's just it's just you know we haven't you know every Christmas this is typically the family that we would spend Christmas with, and it's been kind of almost like recapturing Christmas from several years ago, and except okay. doing it at yeah. the beach. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, man, it's it's been a blast. My only regret is that you know so last week was my birthday. And we went out, yeah. we had a good time, but I think as a result, I maybe picked up a little bit of a cough, a little bit of a summer cold uh, while I was out and about. <laughs> and so I've been fighting it off this last past week, really anxious because I knew we'd be coming to the beach and I really wanted to enjoy myself. And so yeah. my throat is still a little tender. I mean, I'm feeling good, but like it's still a little tender. And I, I have this <laughs> policy and, you know, I know that this isn't everybody's policy, but it's certainly mine, which is when, whenever I've been like sick or especially something dealing with my throat, I don't smoke. Yeah. It's just not something I'm going to do. I'm not going to smoke my pipe. I'm not going to smoke yeah. cigars until like my throat is, is totally healed, especially because, you know, obviously yeah. I talk for a living. So I need, yeah, I, gotta, I was about to say, that's your moneymaker, right? You're, exactly. you're, uh, you're, your voice box there. That's your, uh, that's your meal ticket. So you got to keep, got to take good, uh, good care of it. <laughs> that's exactly right. So I didn't get a chance to pack my pipes, but, uh, but we'll, you know, as, as we get uh, later on in the show, I'm sure I will lament a certain pipe in, in particular as it relates to yes. a, a favorite company of ours, but obviously that's coming later on in the show, but yeah, man, it has been a yep. great week and I've just been super excited to jump on mic with you here at man. the remote studio as it were. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I asked Bo if he, uh, before the recording, if his, uh, equipment was sub par because he was offsite and he he chuckled and said no that's the same as yours uh, which is the equipment i've got here in, in jackson on my side of the recording of course you know if you have been listening for a while you know bo lives in houston and i'm i'm in uh mississippi and anyway that was his way of uh, letting me down nicely that his uh, his regular equipment is what much more uh much more fancy than the, no the i mean yes that I've, but, I've got to deal with here yeah, so. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well look man no, that's got- it man 
we've got a great show. We're, we're doing something kind of different this week, and I'm, I'm really excited yeah. to dive into it. But first, we got to make mention of the fact that we are here because of our, the support of our amazing patrons at patreon.com slash countrysquireradio. If you would like to learn how you can support the show, head over there. It's patreon.com slash countrysquireradio. You can join our international pipe club and get some great perks and benefits along the way. So, uh, so check that out for sure. Man, okay. So it is not very often that we get to kind of unveil or begin a new series yeah. here on Country Squire Radio. And, and yeah, it's, that's right. You know, we, we've only done so many of these in recording, uh, what, eight years now or whatever it is, 400 you know, plus episodes. That's the thing. We, we've got some reoccurring series and, and, you know, our Heroes of the Bowl, our Squire Select, uh, you know, yeah. Tobacco Talk, et cetera. Um, you know, and so we've, we've got all these, these wonderful series that we do that, that are kind of these ongoing series and kind of scattered about and that sort of thing. You know, I, I'm kind of a little embarrassed that this is a series we've never really thought of before because it would have been relevant when we first started the show and it'll certainly be relevant for the, the lifespan of the show. And the, the funny thing is, we, we haven't quite figured out the name for what this series is yet. And I'm sure by the time, obviously, this goes live, you know, um, you know we'll have come up with something. And it might be a very boring name for the series. But, but basically, we are doing a product spotlight, a product showcase of a new product, or, or rather new products uh, that are coming into, on, onto the market. Now, a lot of times with a lot of our series, we go into the history of established companies, established brands, established products, yeah. established shapes, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, occasionally we'll, we'll kind of incorporate something new into the mix as we're also talking about some of these more classic, uh, you know, uh, products that are out there. But, but no, I mean, like as new products come onto the market, they need more of a platforming and more of a, a, um, you know, a, a critical eye, more of a, uh, what's that, that device that like, you know, the experts put on with like the eyeglass and you, you put one on and it magnifies, you put on another one and it magnifies, you know what I'm talking about? You're talking about like a, like the Google glass or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or you talk, you talking about what the, what the eye doctor uh, looks in your eyeball with. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that deal. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> can you so, see yeah. it now? What right? What number one or number two? Number right. two, or, and then they go home and you know make a million dollars, right? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. But like 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 on on infinite on infinitum. So so we're we're that's what right. we're doing. We're taking a, a chance to do a spotlight. We're beginning a series uh, yeah. where occasionally we're going to take a look at the new the new products on the block. Could be new tobaccos. It could be new pipes. It could be a new uh, style that, that's kind of making its uh, approach into the industry, or it could be, you know, even accessories from that standpoint. But yeah. uh, man, kicking yeah. off this spotlight episode, I'm, I'm really excited. You, you kind of uh, told me a little bit about some of the products and some of them may not be as <laughs> new as when we had originally uh, <laughs> slated to, to record this episode, yeah, but, sure. but still but, new enough to warrant the showcasing, I think. It's funny too, when we talk about product showcase, like the, the first thing that came to my mind was the price is right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Right, right, it was right. like you see the little models and there's like under showcase number one you've got like a washing machine and some tide pods and you know a blah 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 yeah so pic picture <laughs> number that, two it's a new car picture that in your mind but instead of of the models it's me and john Hayman. <laughs> i know so and this is when you turn off right yeah tune, tune out <laughs> no yeah you know it's funny that there are um always you know um, a lot of um, new 
uh, pipe related, um, you know, things that come onto the market that we're excited about, new pipes, new tobaccos, limited edition stuff and exciting things that hit the market. And we talked about the struggles of the pipe community and stuff just with changing nature of smoking in America and all that kind of stuff. And so it, it's our real treasure, a real joy to uh, bring you the exciting part of it, the, mm. the fun, uh, awesome things that make pipe smoking so much fun and so interesting to keep up with. And there's not ever a you know lull in that part of it. And certainly we want to reward the companies and the blenders and the creatives and the, you know, the artisans out there who are really driving forward the exciting stuff that uh, is, is in the pipe world and man reward them by talking about the, the cool stuff they're doing. And so that's kind of where this comes in and man, some, some great stuff of course, to talk about today. So there's nothing more appropriate to start out with than a new tobacco product. And uh, and I'll be interested to see if this is a limited edition one or if this is something that winds up coming out on a regular basis. But we'll see, man. I, today, I'm start, uh, really happy to lead off with Cornell and Deal's 8-State Burley. This is a new tobacco for them. And I love what they've done here because you know, we've talked about McClelland a lot in recent episodes, right? And everyone, right. when they, when you, when you talk about McClelland, you think of, man, they're just the best at Virginia's and, you know, they had that real track record with deep, interesting, complex Virginia's. And, and if there was a company, a, a blending house out there that had the same pedigree, the same type of blue ribbon caliber, but in burly tobacco, if there were mm. a company out there that had that same resume pedigree, but in burly tobacco, it would be Cornell and Deal. Cornell and Deal, they uh, historically have been so creative in their use and expression of burleys and, man, and, and just really have embraced that leaf as something that is, uh, is interesting, fascinating, has a story to be told, and uh, has, has a, a very versatile, you know, a, ability to be used in this, you know, way and that way. And uh, Cornell and Deal, that's just, it's become kind of part of their DNA. They know their way around burleys. And, and, and I love that because burley is the tobacco that folks are like, ah, that's just burley. That's just glorified cigarette tobacco. And it could not be farther from the case. It's a, it's a, it's a delicious tobacco. It's one that's complex and interesting and has a, uh, just a range of flavors and uh, utilities. And um, man, Cornell Deal and Jeremy Reeves certainly has just put their arms around it. It's, it's great. And it's a, it's a very American tobacco. It's something that, uh, that we know and love. So if you're a pipe smoker, you consume probably a lot of burley, whether you know it or not. It's the basis for tobaccos. You'll find it in English blends. You'll find it in your favorite aromatics. It makes a great Cavendish. It takes on uh, toppings and flavorings. It marries well with things like Perique or Latakia. It's just uh, it's just a great tobacco, and it's uh, it's very versatile. Burley evolved from the you know 1860s. They started developing this air-cured leaf that they found was just a very approachable leaf, had a, a nice warm palate to it and, and was something that they could grow readily. And so, you know, it's the, the Burley tobacco, it kind of originated in this uh, Kentucky and Tennessee corridor, but then spread uh, like wildfire because it's of its ability to be grown and cured in, in a variety of areas. And so we find it, eventually found it in places like Indiana, West Virginia, Virginia, Ohio, Missouri, and, uh, and even eventually North Carolina. 
uh, which is more known for that bright leaf. Man, so Burley kind of took off and we have this belt of states that are known as kind of this, the Burley belt that Cornell and Deal has embraced and, you know, wanted to honor kind of through this special edition tobacco. And so, uh, man, they've done that with eight state Burley. It's interesting, of course, we we mentioned all these states of the U.S., uh, you know, where Burley kind of originated from and uh, and where it took off. But it just it, so you're aware, a vast majority of tobaccos are now grown overseas. And we find uh, a lot of these tobaccos are grown in places like Brazil and, you know, all over Africa, as we've talked about before, you know, so just, just to kind of be aware of that. But, you know, they are still using, and of course, plenty of tobacco is still grown in some of these uh, very special places that, you know, if you're a United States listener and American listener, and you're listening right down the road from one of these places, or if you live in one of these areas, then there's a good chance that some of this tobacco is grown close to you. So, man. Um, yeah. So what they've done here, it's really kind of neat. They've honored these uh, these states with this uh, particular tobacco, and it's showcasing this tobacco that has a delicacy to it. Of course, Burley, we think of as a stronger tobacco as far as the nicotine content. It has a real bready, a real silage, OD flavor to it, which can be very pleasing. And just they've they've had a lot of fun with it. Of course, this is uh, this particular one is a blend of white burleys and dark burleys from 2014 and 2015. And so um, it's just real creamy and nutty. It has a nice kind of fun baking quality flavor to it that just creates a really good, uh, a good flavor. So uh, aside from being a burley Ford blend, now, you know, it, we are talking eight state burley here. And so it is, uh, you, you immediately think, oh, well, maybe this is a straight burley. And so the, the name is a little misleading in that this is a mixture. It's not a, uh, this is not a straight burley tobacco. This is something that's got uh, a variety of components in, involved with it. And so uh, what they've done, they've mixed it with some red Virginia which are just really deep and fruity. And they've also put some Canadian bright leaf in there. And so, you know, as we've talked about bright leaf before, much more natural sugar and, you know, those more kind of lemony, zesty flavors. And to top it off, this is great, but they've rounded out the sides of this with a blend of 15 and 16 year old oriental leaves. And so, yeah, which you just, you know, they just really kind of threw everything at the wall to see what would stick and came out with this awesome, awesome blend. But the Orientals that they use, Katerini, Samsung, and Sakum. And these tobaccos, you know, tend to be more floral. They have a sourness to them that evokes kind of a, a pleasant mustiness that's there. There's a, a little sting to your tongue from them. There's an oiliness that's there that's really nice. And so, you know, you, you think of uh, some of those tobacco things that you might even get from a Latakia if it were, if it were, uh, you know, fired. And so uh, it's just very, uh, very interesting. What they've done uh, over time, they've, bl- they've, they've pressed this tobacco, they've blended it thoroughly, pressed it and, and sliced it, and then they've tumbled it uh, in a very old fashioned method in order to produce this kind of interesting, it's halfway between a ribbon cut tobacco and a ready rub tobacco. And so uh, it presents itself as a very easy, very accessible ribbon cut. The tobacco is relatively moist and, and comes in the uh, Cornell and Deal style biscuit can kind of thing. And uh, so you pop the lid on it, it's very fresh and 
loaded up very easily initially and, and made for good pack and light. You know, something that I think will age really well. And, and that's something that's not often said about Burley tobaccos. But I think this uh, particular one, just due to the complexity of it, certainly with its pairing of this bright leaf and, and the red Virginia, I think you're going to see more of this uh, being put back and, you know, sat on for years in order to enjoy the, the richness that's going to be able to come out after a few years uh, in the cellar. And so really interesting tobacco. And the tasting notes, again, you have this kind of breadiness that's there, but it, it's immediately met by the sourness and, and even a little astringency that's there that kind of gives your uh, your tongue a, a, just a little bit of parched feel. That sourness, it comes out and it's hard to explain. It's, it's just a very pleasing mouthfeel to it. Of course, the thick smoke, as you can imagine, those thick, voluminous pillows of smoke that uh, that bellow forth uh, from this. And then the nice thing too about it is that uh, it is a delicate flavor. This is not something that is just a superlative in, uh, in any you know one flavor or another. You're not going to be uh, bowled over by the power of it, but it has a very nice consistency. It's very soft and it's something that is just very interesting. If you smoke it at a slow uh, rate and the uh, temperature is brought down, you're really going to get a nice uh, bit of complexity from this. Uh, and of course, like most Burleys, it's going to it's going to burn uh, relatively cool, and so uh, it'll be one of those things that has a nice strength to it, a nice fullness there, and you know it'll be kind to your mouth. So, oh, the um, old kind to your mouth. That's that's the kind to the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's the stamp of approval right there. You know, you mentioned the of course the the biscuit can ten Cornell and Dill always love kind of some of their branding ideas here. I mean, it's just a very, very simple kind of cream branding that goes along with this. It's got that, I don't even know what that font is, but it, it's kind of the, it's got a lot of hipster appeal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, this style has a lot of hipster appeal. See, this reminds me of a lot of, you know, whiskey bottles that have come out in the past yeah. several years. It just has that real kind of old fashioned look. You but know, they don't maybe, overdo it, which is, which I really like. It's, it's a yeah. clean, it's a clean look to, you know, to the tent. And then I've, I've got what I've got, I mean, I've got to assume this is like an ink sketch of a, a burly, you know, tobacco plant that we yeah. have kind of growing, growing up. And it's, it's interesting because you don't typically think about the tobacco in its, you know, primordial form <laughs> and like <laughs> what it looks like when it's just kind of growing there. So yeah, so I know I think it, uh, you know, definitely everything from the moment that you see the tin down to the smoke itself is a, is a testament to the, the burly that is so prevalent within the blend. I think so. It's a, it's a well-done tobacco. It really is. We'll see. Uh, they're, they're marketing this as a small batch currently. I'll be interested to see if they try to do this on a more regular basis in the future. Yeah, it, it really, really cool uh, tobacco. Something that I, I love. Again, I, I'll, I'll say again and over and over just how proud I am of Cornell and Deal for embracing the heart of uh, American tobacco today, which is that rich, zesty, oaty burly that's out there. And they've just kind of made it their own. And it's part of their DNA. And and they want you to know about it. And they're going to bring out the big guns with uh, with eight state burley. So uh, great tobacco, and of course, uh, me and Jeremy, uh, we always always give him props on his mad genius experimenting and, and the great stuff, the great blends that he comes out with. No different here. He's nailed it. Oh man, no, yeah, a lot of love and respect for Jeremy over there, man. All right, well there you go. Small batch eight state burley spotlight showcase product of the new kid on the block. Whatever. <laughs> Still working on the terminology, but uh, go, go out and get it and tell us what you think. 
Now, yeah. the great thing about this, you know, this series is it's not just about the tobacco, although it's going to be exciting whenever we get a chance to showcase new tobaccos that are out there. This next showcasing, this next spotlighting is a, a little different. Yeah, it is. So we're, we're pivoting here. We're going to another, of course, a very well-respected brand within the pipe community and, and a name brand that longtime pipe smokers know and probably have a collection of pipes where this brand is very well-represented. We are talking about Peterson today. Peterson bought out by uh, Laudisi Company, uh, the same folks that own Smoking Pipes. And this happened, I guess, a couple years ago now. I remember yeah. we kind of followed that as that was uh, as that was happening. And that was all exciting. And a lot of new vibrancy really injected into Peterson. Of course, the decades-old pipe maker there in Dublin, Ireland, that just has such a tradition of beauty and storied elegance. And you know, folks that, again, have been collecting and, and smoking these pipes for uh, literally generations. You know, and so it was neat when Law DC took the helm there. They wanted to make sure to keep the Peterson brand and, and the the Peterson, uh, all the all the great things that we know and love about Peterson kind of protected. But at the same time, they wanted to initially their, you know, their initial thrust was to clamp down on that quality control stuff, you know, where uh, maybe little mess ups had started to slip in on, uh, you know, the stem work or the silver work or uh, a lot of the drilling issues that, that had kind of cropped up over time. Some of the curing issues for the briar and just all the different sourcing materials that they had. Have, they kind of grown a little a little lax on some of those things over the decades. And so, you know, Law DC, when they stepped in, their, their first thing was to kind of clean a lot of that up. And I, I think they really did a good job. And of course, we've talked about that on the show before. And since then, they've been very diligent to bring forward those new and exciting things that, you know, Peterson really, it was a brand that had all this tradition and history and regularity. And, and you kind of knew their shapes and you knew their designs. And it was just Peterson and what you got was what you got. Man, they wanted to teach the old dog some new tricks, you know? And so we've started to see some new lines come out from Peterson that have been uh, a lot of fun, uh, some that are uh, more muted, some that are very aggressive, but all in all, you know, very high quality and something for everyone, which we've really uh, grown to love. So Peterson, they have just released their deluxe classic pipe. Uh, we're going to talk about two different lines that they've just introduced. And, uh, and the first one is Peterson's deluxe classic pipe. But one of the things that they've really done noticeably better in the, in the recent history, very, very recent past, is they've gotten really good at their sandblasting. Sandblasting for Peterson had kind of become a, something that just wasn't particularly exciting. They did a whole lot more rustication, which had kind of become, uh, their rustication had gotten kind of clumsy and they had uh, on their um, Donegal Rocky pipes, they, they almost, you know, regularly look kind of like fish scales or something that just wasn't particularly attractive and folks just started to get a little tired of. And so uh, what they've done is they've really upped their quality on their sandblasting. And so, and it's, it's very noticeable and perhaps not any more noticeable than on this new deluxe classic pipe. So the finest stumbles that, that they can find, typically they're going to designate for different lines within their mixture of, of products. And so this, this is going to be on the, a little more premium side of it. This particular line comes in three finishes. You've got, they call it a terracotta, which is like a warm blonde color, which is really nice. And then uh, they have the sandblast, which is very craggy. It's something that's reminiscent of those 
Dunhill shell pipes. It just has really nice craggy cratered look to it, which is very pleasing. And then they also had this, let's see, they call it the terracotta look. So this rich traditional terracotta look, which is almost like a nice walnut color or something. It's just a little more red and, and, a, and a deeper color than their natural finish. So just a, a beautiful set of three different finishes. And of course, they come with this very handsome sterling band, which is just uh, just very nice. A lot of these pieces are going to be fitted with the P-lip. The P-lip is one of those things, if you're a newer pipe smoker, you'll need to know that the P-lip is the shape of the end of a lot of Peterson stems. It's a patented design they came out with decades ago. The whole idea of the end of the stem is to diffuse the smoke to the upper part of the mouth, the roof of your mouth, in order to let the hotter part of the smoke go up instead of hitting your tongue. And so the idea is it diffuses tongue bite, that sensitivity that you feel on your tongue if you puff too quickly or if it's too hot. It's trying to do away with that. And so, Which, by the way, um, every single pipe smoker has a universal opinion about that. Don't think that it's any kind of controversial design choice or anything of that nature. If you ask every pipe smoker, they all feel equally the exact same way about the P-Lip. And of course, I'm joking. <laughs> Thoughts on the P-Lip exactly. preferences abound. <laughs> hey, they, they abound entirely, man. It's, uh, it's pretty wild. So a lot of the big, um, you know, soapbox material there, the uh, Peterson P-Lip. But anyway, they do have in some fishtail designs, I think, as well. The sandblasted variety, which I really think is the most beautiful of all of these, MSRP is $240. So these are a little more expensive pipes. And then the the smooth terracotta, which is that warmer finish I mentioned, is also $240. Um, and then the natural finish, the uh, kind of blonde, lighter finish where you can see more of the grain is $330. Those are MSRP prices. And of course, you'll, you'll see those uh, marked down quite a bit at some of the larger online retailers. What I like here and what, what is very telling about what I just told you, you've got sandblasted and the terracotta smooth finish, and they're both at $240. That's very rare. And, and I like the confidence Peterson goes into with this. They know their new sandblasting is awesome. They know it is. They are so proud of it that they're willing to price it at the same level as some of their smooth pipes. And I just think that's great. You know, so regularly you find, you know, the sandblasting pipes are kind of seen as almost an inferior product. And so they're priced at a lower price point and, and that kind of thing. But Peterson, they, they know they've gotten really good at this, you know, and, and, uh, and their sandblasts are, are truly beautiful, particularly on some of these higher end uh, ring grain pipes. And so they're proud of it to the point where they're going to, they're going to, you know, mark it up just the same as they would on that terracotta finish. So really cool, you know, and I just love a, a good sandblast. I tend to be more of a smooth pipe smoker, but man, they really are uh, very handsome and something about that cragginess that comes out there, those craters that you just want to get lost in. I think it's a pipe that will find a lot of homes for someone looking for a factory pipe that is a little more high end. Man, you know, you love to see uh, innovation and, and new products at the market. And hey, as a fan of sandblasting, I am all for anybody that wants to showcase their uh, their quality sandblasting work. <laughs> I still feel like sandblasting has kind of a little bit bad taste in a lot of pipes, like, you know, pipe enthusiast mouth. Like, oh, you know, you're just kind of covering something up. Like, no, not necessarily. Maybe you're uncovering something, you know? Yeah, I think that's true. You know, what's the old thing about Michelangelo, you know, saying, 
someone was remarking about how he carved the statue of David and he was like, well, I just, I just had to chip away the part of him that wasn't there. Right. Yeah. You know, I can't remember how he said it, but it's, it's like, that kind was, of thing. He was in it the marble a, and I was just like uncovering him or something like that. Yeah. I mean, of course I'm, you know, butchering uh, this, but it's that concept, right? You're removing the material that is uh, kind of surrounding this, uh, this very special uh, material, particularly that ring grain that wants to show its face. Man, very well done and just love love what they're doing over there. Another line that they have recently come out with, and I have to say as a, as a you know online retailer and someone also that deals in pipes and pipe tobacco, I'm a little jealous of this because huh. this is an exclusive actually to TobaccoPipes.com. And I mean, just something really cool that they did partnering with Peterson on this. They have recently come out with an exclusive line. I don't know if this will be an ongoing thing, but it is something that... Uh, is available currently. And it's the Peterson Atlantic and it's available at tobaccopipes.com. Their description from Tobacco Pipes, it says, uh, inspired by the mysterious depths of the Atlantic Ocean, the Peterson Atlantic series takes the inspiration quite literally. The deep blue stained briar bowls pair with with swirled froths of green acrylic and a thick nickel band. Uh, The band is stamped with a series name Atlantic, a striking line that seems to point towards Peterson's promising horizons as the historic company plots a course into their next 150 years of making fine tobacco pipes. So, you know, this is something, uh, again, that is exclusive through TobaccoPipes.com. And, um, you know, by the way, I think, you know, what I was kind of where I was going with this is this is a company that is run by uh, tobacco enthusiasts. I mean, they, they really are. These are great guys. They're, uh, they're pipe smokers. They're folks that, you know, are in love with this hobby and wanted to make a career of it and really, uh, really have done a great job providing a, a very high quality, you know, high functioning website that just offers a really broad variety of pipes and, and tobaccos all at a good price. And so I love what they've done, even though I'm a little jealous of their collaboration with Peterson here on this, just really proud of, of what they've accomplished and just think it's an awesome deal. But the Atlantic pipe, you've got these dark, deep blue, almost a blue black finish that's really, uh, really fun. It's something that's just very deep and warm and rich, almost reminds you of just like an inky color. It's just very mysterious as it were. And it's topped off with this really lovely green stem with these little white swirls kind of throughout the the white caps, maybe on a green ocean out there. Of course, um, you know, married with this nickel band that's, you know, you see on a lot of Peterson pipes. What I love here is they are actually running this pipe on a special for $84 and which is just incredible (laughs) when you think about uh, the quality of the kind of pipe that you're getting here. It's a beautiful pipe. It's a statement maker. You know, if you're like me and you've been in the pipe smoking game for a long time, you know, at this point in your pipe collecting, you're always looking for something different and interesting, but still something that, you know, you'll enjoy picking up, you know, when you're ready to smoke your pipe. And so it, these fit the bill. I mean, they're just, they're just a lot of fun. They're something that is aggressive and stylish, but not wacky, not way out there. It's just a very handsome combination, I think, that they've developed here with Peterson. And so, I mean, really, really cool. These are fishtail stem pipes that, you know, will appeal to wide variety of, of pipe smokers and come in some very sought-after shapes in Peterson. You have the 999, the 338, the 304, the 106, the 05. I mean, all these are uh, the 03. These are shapes that, uh, you know, if you saw, you know, a a picture of it, you would immediately recognize as one of Peterson's popular and go-to shapes. So anyway, just a lot of fun, I think, what they've done here, the Atlantic Pipe. And uh, of course, at that price point, it's pretty hard to beat for really high-grade briar that you know is going to be a quality smoke. Yeah, man. 
I mean, like that's at the end of the day. Well, you know what I was going to say at the end of the day, that that's what matters. And I'm like, ah, no, it's, you got to look good. doing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to look good doing what you're doing. Right. And it's, uh, you know, it, we, as pipe smokers, we all kind of have that in us to some degree. You know, we want that little extra bit of flair. Uh, you know, we, we always say if you're smoking a pipe, you're making a statement. So you want to make sure you make the right statement. And, uh, and Peterson, of course, has come out with a couple of these fun new finishes and, and lines that, man, I think are, are pretty exciting. So I'm really, really, really cool about this collaboration with TobaccoPipes.com and would highly encourage you to check them out. I think at that price, it's a really neat pipe. Well, good stuff. Well, you know, it's it's always exciting to, you know, talk about both Peterson and Cornell and Deal, but especially exciting today just because of the fact that we're able to showcase these new products. And hopefully you'll be able to uh, check them out and, you know, again, add, add your thoughts on them in the show, uh, what, what you like, what you don't like. And, uh, you know, what, uh, what other, what other kind of, uh, products that you see on the horizon that you want to make sure that we, uh, we give a, a good spotlighting to, we got our ears to the ground, but we know there's way more ears out there. So by all means, keep us, uh, keep us informed and let us know what you'd like this to see. I got to tell you, I, I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm here at the beach and it has been a blast. And, and one of my biggest frustrations of course, is that I haven't been able to enjoy my pipe. And I'm, I'm it is unfortunate because when I think of the beach, you know, I think of that, that Panama Jack type of, you know, <laughs> living that kind of life, right? Not, yeah, not necessarily yeah, with Panama Jack pipe tobaccos, because honestly, I've, I've ne- not found one that I enjoy. But like, you know, just the, <laughs> I'm just being honest. But, but you know, like, the, you know, you get the hat on, you, you're, you're kicking back, you're under the umbrella, the waves are crashing down. And when you envision yourself or anybody else, like, kicking their feet up on, on, the, on the shores of the beach, you know, with the rum right there, like, if first of all obviously we're going to envision them smoking a pipe what kind of pipe you you envision them smoking i mean like you know what's the one <laughs> there's really only one kind of pipe that you can imagine uh someone smoking while they live in that beach lifestyle you know that, that salt <laughs> life right, right, right. <laughs> and uh and man that is a corn cob from missouri Mearsham. you know it's funny but when you were talking about the you, you were going in the direction of you know one thing i think of when when i think of the beach and i just knew you were going to say corn <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what do you think of when you go when I, what do, what the first thing that comes to my mind when i think of the beach it's like well, well corn obviously <laughs> yeah, well, of course it's gotta be corn no man it's that corn cob pipe like there's man, something a about stylish that. yeah a iconic. stylish corn cob pipe that i iconic image of that uh certainly someone that's relaxing and uh man has a has no cares in the world particularly you know if you've consumed a few uh choice beverages there while you're uh on the on the sandy beach and so uh man today we love featuring corn cob pipes from missouri Meerschaum, and we're going to talk about another new product today uh that they've come out with and it's a uh, special for father's day it's the 2021 bulldog bundle for father's Ooh. day they, it's a straight pipe they had a bent pipe those are sold out but they have a straight pipe variety it's a straight bulldog pipe which is a very uh, very handsome bulldog and this is meant for Father's Day 2021. It comes with three really wonderful tobaccos in this bundle. And so you get Lane LL7, which has a nice warm vanilla caramel flavor to it. Bayou Morning from Cornell and Deal, which is very strong. It's a robust, burly Perique tobacco, very tasty. And then Medium English, uh, number from, uh, number 502 from uh, from Sutliff Tobacco. So um, you know, just something kind of fun. You get this combination of, you know, an awesome, uh, beautiful limited edition pipe. It's got this nice bulldog shape with a, a really attractive amber, almost tiger eye stem with the traditional bulldog diamond shank and a, a really elegant silver cap there 
on the end. So very, very pretty and something I think that if you get it for yourself or for your father for Father's Day, that uh, either way, uh, someone's going to be happy. Yeah, man. Of course, it comes with the Benton Stripe variety as well. And if you, uh, you know, it's one of those things, if, if you're, if you're, if you have a father, you know, great for your father. If, if you are a father, obviously great for you. If you have a father, but not yet are a father yourself, father yourself this. <laughs> Hook yourself up. And hey, if you uh, happen to be rocking uh, some of the pipe tobaccos from the Bulldog Bundle or the Bulldog itself, uh, be sure to take a picture of yourself doing so. Uh, we love when those get shared out because it's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Mearsham know we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Pipe question of the week. Pipe question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question of the week coming in this week from Scott E. Who writes, uh, hey guys, yeah. great work on the Shire Select episodes. Uh, I'd be under the table after luncheon if I tried to hang with the hobbits. My question is in regards to tobacco fermentation. I understand that cigar tobacco spends a significant amount of time fermenting in large piles. Among other things, this reduces the amount of uh, ammonia in the tobacco. Is this process somehow replicated in pipe tobacco? Is there less ammonia naturally or is it just not a concern? Currently smoking GL pieces, Key Largo and Westminster in the rotation. Thanks. And again, this is a, one of our amazing uh, sports supporters over on Patreon, Mr. Scott E. Man, Scott, thanks so much for writing in, brother. It's good to hear from you, and we appreciate the question. So, yeah, I, number one, I think we would all be smoked and drunk under the table. Uh, oh, yeah. We were, no, nobody's competing with hobbits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, and so. Yeah, no, that's just something we probably couldn't couldn't handle. But number two, yeah, good question about tobacco fermentation. Fermentation is the process, of course, of you know natural vegetation uh, that that you know breaks down over time. We're really talking, in some sense, about just kind of uh, rotting vegetation. It's it's uh, what to, you know what any kind of organic matter does after. Uh, you know, it's undergone a lot of, um, you know, heat and time and age, and uh, this is just kind of what happens. And so, yeah, tobacco fermentation, when you think of cigars, you do think of the pilones that you find down in the barns where, um, you know, the breeze is going through this barn, but it's it's intentionally sweating, sometimes for a very long time in these large piles that, you know, that are being taken apart and put back together in order to reduce the ammonia, let the tobacco really settle and 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 start to darken up and, and, you know, let those natural sugars really come through. Cigar tobacco is a different variety of tobacco than pipe tobacco. And so we do see that, you know, the chemical makeup is different. There's, there's certainly fermentation that happens in pipe tobacco, but a lot of it is done differently. It's needed in some sense, but it is done differently in a, in a lot of ways. So, you know, if you're making a Cavendish, a lot of times it's a, a tobacco where the fermentation process is kind of uh, sped along in order to accomplish this, uh, you know, with uh, either heat or steam. Of course, we have talked about toasted uh, Cavendish, toasted tobacco leaves, and all kinds of different methods here. But the idea is the same. We are, anytime you cure or process tobacco like this, you are, you know, removing the harshness from the leaf and, and imparting more of that kind of smoothness. Uh, it's really kind of like sandblasting, kind of removing the, the rough elements and leaving the, leaving the stuff there that's, that's easy to your senses. So, yeah, I, I think it's a good question. Uh, this is something where, again, the, the ammonia content uh, does vary from 
pipe varietals to your cigar leaf. And it, it is very much a different beast, you know, but we do see fermentation take place on, on both sides of the aisle, although it's just kind of accomplished differently. There you go. Well, great question, Scott E. And hey, if you've got a pipe question, send it into the show. That's show at countrysquireradio.com. And that is show at countrysquireradio.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire questions! All right, man. Quick fire questions. All right, now this... We, we, are, we are continuing on with our March Madness well into May. And actually, this will be June Madness, I think, by the time this goes when, out. When this comes out, it'll be June Madness. So, yeah. Yeah, the, which is just madness. It's just the 2021 <laughs> madness. You know, I mean, like, it's just, we're, we're, we're going strong. And this is, I think this is going to be one of the, uh, you know, one of, the, one of the, the more exciting brackets. I mean, these, these are all exciting brackets as well. But uh, here we go. This is the tobacco bracket. All right. First rounds, John David is, is kind of the, the law, so to speak. He's, he's, he calls it, and it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> now, I got to mention this. This is kind of fun. Uh, we were kind of given in, in a uh, kind of a, a, a challenge. Well, you know what? Actually, I'll save the challenge for once we actually get to the final four. All right. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Virginia versus Burley. Ugh. 
of course, we sp- had this beautiful we just, conversation. We talked at about the, Burley, an, an infinite item at the beginning of this and show. At, at the beginning of this show and the, the whole, you know, point of the, uh, you know, conversation of the show, we talk about the superlatives of Burley. Uh, and, of course, I'm about to, you know, um, you know, eat, eat my big plate of crow and, oh, and go and say Virginia's better. But, you just um, dunked on Burley. You set him up and then you dunked on him. I did. I, did. I, bro- oh, I broke man. Burley's heart. Yeah, but um, man, I'm a Virginia smoker. I, it's something that, um, you know, it, it, I, it's not that I don't love Burley. I think Burley is incredibly necessary, but, uh, you know, at my heart, I'm, I'm a Virginia guy. And so, all right, all um, right. I'm gonna, gonna unashamedly say that, but I, I, I love Burley and don't take back any of what I said at the beginning of the show. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. All right. So Virginia goes on to, uh, to the final four. All right. Uh, next up it is the battle of the Cavendishes, black Cavendish versus Brown mm. Cavendish, black and tan, yeah. baby. Yeah, it, it, this is great. Brown Cavendish, again, this is something that tends to be processed a little differently. And, you know, the, the Cavendish uh, has a variety of different definitions you can explore and, and argue over uh, all the time. Black Cavendish we know of is that nice fermented tobacco that, you know, is either steamed or toasted. And it, it really, it, both of these uh, are, are good to impart flavor into. But, you know, I'm going to go with Black Cavendish I, on this one. I, I am. I'm going to go with Black Cavendish and kind of surprise myself, I think. It's a very versatile tobacco. It's something that uh, works good in an aromatic or a non-aromatic. It, it just accomplishes a lot of different purposes. You've got an object to carry flavor, uh, but you also have an object to impart a natural sweetness or to round off harsh edges in a tobacco and, and also to add body. Add body, uh, also cool the smoke down. Gosh, just so many utilities for Black Cavendish. And so, yeah, I just, I have to go with that. All right. Very good. All right. If you bet on black, you won. All right. So, uh, all right. Coming, coming around here, we got Latakia versus Oriental. Oh man. Of course. Um, all of these stackups are really good. Like, head yeah, I don't know. And again, you know, this is your, my personal opinion. So I, I don't want to speak for your Bo, word but, is law. Yeah. I, I'm gonna, <laughs> for the bracket anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with Latakia here. I, you know, uh, Again, I, I probably would just smoke more, you know, straight Orientals than uh, Latakia personally, but it's something that is so imperative and such a, a critical component to premium pipe tobacco and, mm. and also it has more versatility than people think. You know, I think Latakia is, has, to, has to advance. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Latakia going on. And then finally, there's something to be said for, there's something to be said for small amounts of Latakia used in almost everything. You know, I mean, I I just, I think small amounts of Latakia should be given a chance. And, uh, you know, in, in the English style blend, the, um, you know, it, you're kind of run of the mill, uh, Virginia non-aromatic or, uh, you know, a Scottish style mixture all the way to, let's say an aromatic. I mean, don't be afraid afraid to use it. It's a, it's a great tobacco and uh, in small doses can, uh, can be a lot of fun to play with uh, as well as in large doses. Okay. All right. Sounds good. And then finally, man, we got, and this is, this is, this is going to be a heartbreaker for some people. St. James Perique versus Kentucky dark fired. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I gotta go with Perique. I, I mean, yeah, know, obviously that's the, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, to, to me, I, there's just, I don't know. I love dark fire Kentucky. I, I think, uh, man, what a, what a fun leaf to work with and gosh, it's so full bodied and delicious roasty and de- yeah. it's just delicious. It's great. But man, I'm a, I'm a Perique guy at heart. It's uh it, it's uh it's right down the road from us here in, in Mississippi and um, man, there's something about that swampy mushroomy goodness that, 
uh, is, uh, you know, keeps us coming back and, and just, you know, getting your nose in a, in a big old jar of, uh, of fermented Perique. There's, there's really nothing like it. <laughs> there's Man. just really nothing like it. So I uh, love that, love that sweet heat that, uh, that we get from Perique. All right. So next week, the final four, Virginia, Black, Black Cavendish, uh, Latakia, and Parikh uh, all go into the final four. Uh, get, go ahead and place your bets. Get, uh, you know, <laughs> who do you think is going to win? Get ready to find out whether or not John David pulls an upset or if uh, we know who, who's really going all the way. We'll find out. We'll find out next week. But uh, yeah, man, this uh, March Madness has been a lot of fun. Uh, and we are uh, keeping on trucking on through. By the way, if you've got some quick fire questions for us, eventually we will return to the normal uh, quick fire question format. But this, we're just having too much fun with this in the meantime. But uh, be sure to send those in. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Again, that is show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. Listener feedback. All right, man. This first one is really cool. This one came in from uh, Randy Caulfield. So Randy is, he's actually a, he's a minister, but he yeah. is also a, a fly fisher. And he says, I'm reaching out to Bo here. My name is Randy uh, Caulfield. I'm a longtime fly fishing guide down here on uh, South Texas saltwater coast. And I am an ordained minister, pastor of R- uh, River Church in Brownsville, Texas. Uh, he says an Acts 29 church. Uh, pipe smoker, listener, be happy to take you for a friendly fly fishing uh, excursion sometime. And I got to say, I got to take him up on this at some point. I was actually, yeah, uh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I've been, I've been fishing since we've been out here. I think, well, I've been throwing shrimp on into the sea and not catching anything. So I, I don't know if that's considered <laughs> fishing or not, but, but I, I will continue to throw fish out into the ocean until something happens while I'm out here. But regardless, I, you know, I, obviously I love fly fishing. I've always associated fly fishing as more of a Midwestern tradition for me personally. But yeah, if I, if I can fly fish in Texas, I would love to know how to do it. So Randy, I'd, at some point in the hopefully relatively near future, uh, I, might, I might be taking you up on that. There's a, a few folks actually in town, uh, we've been talking about wanting to get together to fish. And so, uh, man, we, we might need a good uh, a guide for it. So uh, I'll be sure to reach out to you, man. This next one coming in from Spanky Moore passes on to, to JD. Why don't you go ahead and take this one, man? Yeah. Uh, from Spanky Moore. Love the name. He says, uh, I heard his chat on the pipe Ma- pipes magazine podcast with Brian Levine and was touched by his honesty about a pipe he'd been given by an estranged friend. Uh, I also have a pipe like that, a 30th uh, anniversary gift uh, from a friendship that has broken down and caused me great sadness, deep, deep sadness. Uh, I found the note that was written when I was given it, and I couldn't throw the note away. I thought of JD's candor around this element of life uh, and it, how it was powerful and vulnerable. Thank him for me for that. And um, so what, what Spanky Moore's alluding to here, uh, our friend Brian yeah. uh, Levine had had me on his show. Um, this is probably a month or so ago. He, I feel like it was like um, three, three, two or three weeks ago, I think is when it actually released, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That, that sounds right. And um, man, we kind of, he did his uh, seven questions for seven experts and uh, he ran out of experts. So he called me to, to <laughs> fill in there at the very end. Uh, man, it, we were kind of going through some, uh, some interesting stories and um, we talked about some pipes that were meaningful to us uh, on that show. And um, so what, what Spanky is uh, referencing here is a pipe that I 
talked about as being a gift to me from a estranged friend. You know, I, I would go into it more, but to, to do my friend Brian a favor or, or, or maybe just to do him a solid, I'm going to point you to his podcast and say, you should go listen to that episode and, and see what you think about that. Uh, we talked about kind of the meaning of some of those gifts and, you know, how, you know, we hope that, uh, you know, some of those broken relationships can, can someday mm. be healed. But yeah. yeah, so anyway, kind of a, kind of a neat thing. And, um, something that uh, is very meaningful to me. So yeah, go check it out. If you got, got some free time, go listen to that episode on Brian's show. I think you'll enjoy it. That's beautiful, man. I haven't even listened to that one yet. So maybe I, I want, you know, I feel like I've already heard every single story from you <laughs> over the years, <laughs> but you know, I, and I think, I think I know what this is in reference to, but I, you know, I, I kind of want to listen to the episode to see if yeah. I, if it, that's, if I'm correct on that one. Yeah, but. go for it. If you can stomach me and Brian kind of digging at each other for, you know, the first 10 minutes of our interview, then, you know, just, just power through. I think it'll be worth it for you. I kind of feel like <laughs> I've had to stomach you and Brian for several years now. I've got kind of built up a, <laughs> a if tolerance. I, if, if, well, not even just a tolerance. I think I've built up a taste for it at this point <laughs> so it works out pretty well well man uh-huh. look it is uh it is like i said at the top of the show it's always exciting to uh, to kick off a, a new series and, and do something a little bit differently on the show and you know especially when we get a chance to to highlight new products uh coming onto the scene you know we we uh, talked about this recently, but you know it's it's important not just to talk about the past and talk about you know the way things that we may want things to be, but to really highlight what's really going great. And this is a great way to do it. So uh, excited for this kind of new showcase series and uh, looking forward to kind of the the future of the industry, the future of the products, and uh, yeah, to to being able to to sample some great uh, pipe tobaccos and uh, to to drool over pipes that I probably can't afford. But <laughs> which means you can't drool over them or you'd have to buy them well that's you know yeah yeah. that's why they have the glass cases man that's what the glass cases that's true that's true we can win the sneeze guard except it's the drool (laughs) right that's a good point (laughs) all right man well i've got i've got some rum to go drink on the short here so uh let let me let the folks know that of course they can uh, keep up with us uh whenever they want to they can follow the show at squire radio on twitter they can follow you at john david cole uh, they can, of course, reach out to the show at show at countrysquireradio.com. But you can find all that information and more at countrysquireradio.com. Do it. And, uh, and, and yeah, we'd, we'd love, to, love to hear from you. I think, I think that's it, man. I, I think that's a show right there. I think that's a show, man. We're talking about the basics, pipes, pipe tobacco, all kinds of new fun things that are coming out on the market. And, I uh, mean, loving the creativity that's coming, of course, out of uh, Cornell and Deal and, and now Peterson. I um, mean, it's fun to see that, and we look forward to more of it. Absolutely. By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sneak some of this rum back home. We might have to do a Squire Select next week or some of this rum. Okay. <laughs> if, you ins- if you insist. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.